Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. come to a time of confession. If we say we are without sin, we are not being real with ourselves. We are not being real with God. Let us pray together. God, you know us. You know that sometimes we look to the negatives first. We practice criticism before we give gratitude. We practice judgment before we engage in holy curiosity. We hate when you called us to love. Forgive us, God. Meet us in this space. Burst forth your life-giving water from the rocks of this world. 
Now let us pray silently together. God's love is enough. Grace is given freely to us. Through Jesus alone, we are forgiven. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, let us try again, forgiving one another, loving one another. Live in peace. Amen. And now for Holy Interruption. Hello, Downtown Church. Where are my clouds? You know, that really cool family made up of Andrew, Jennifer, Marjorie, and Amelia. Except maybe that doesn't narrow it down enough because there are a lot of cool families at Downtown Church. COVID has split us apart, but we still get to go to Downtown Church and see our friends. We have really enjoyed being able to come back to Downtown Church and worship on the lawn. And go to Tiny Theologians. Listen to some great music and enjoy socially distanced fellowship. We appreciate the creative ways the team at Downtown Church has found for us to connect during this time. We hope you stay safe and healthy. And we look forward to getting through this together. See you all soon. We interrupt the holy interruption to encourage you, if you are enjoying this podcast, uh, share it with somebody you think might want to listen in. You can copy and paste, or there's a button um, to make it easy for you to share the podcast worship experience with someone else. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 20. I'm reading verses 1 through 13. The Israelites... 
the whole congregation came into the wilderness of Zen in the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh. Miriam died there and was buried there. Now, there was no water for the congregation. So they gathered together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people quarreled with Moses and said, Would that we have died with our kindred before the Lord. Why have you brought us the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness for us and our livestock to die here? Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to bring us to this wretched place? There's no place for grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went away from the assembly. They went to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and they fell on their faces. And the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff and assemble the congregation, you and your brother Aaron, and command the rock before their eyes to yield its water. Thus you shall bring water out of the rock for them. Thus you shall provide drink for the congregation and their livestock. So Moses, he did as he was told. He took the staff from before the Lord, and Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Listen, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted up his hand, and he struck the rock twice with his staff, and water came out abundantly. And the congregation and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me to show my holiness before the eyes of the Israelites, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah, meaning quarreling, where the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord and by which he showed his holiness. The word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. Title of today's sermon is Water from a Rock. Water from a Rock. You know when you have a toothache? Nothing else seems to matter. It's all you can think about. And if it lasts for hours or days or weeks, even months, Those days are consumed with the toothache. When you eat, when you sleep, trying to get rid of it or soothe it or look to some time in the future when the ache will end. And when it does go away, we might take a day or so to appreciate what it's like to live without that constant toothache anymore, but we're pretty quick to move on. This is what's happening with the Israelites. Except instead of a toothache, they don't have water. Of course, it's dominating their conversations. Imagine going to turn on the faucet to brush your teeth and nothing comes out. Or you go to boil some water to make dinner and and no water comes out, or you need to quench your thirst after being outside for many hours, and no water comes out. It's maddening. 
And it's right for the Israelites to go to their leaders about it. It's right for them to demand a solution. So here we go. We need water, Moses. We wish we already died. Why? Why did you bring us out here to die? We can't grow food. Our livestock cannot live. We need water. Many of us know what it's like to be in Moses' shoes, responsible for others while being eyes looking at us with similar questions. And it's an impossible situation here. The leaders are aware that there's no water. They need water too, but they don't have water to supply and they don't have directions to move the people to a water source. They don't have a timeline for when this misery is going to end. So, you know, I I don't blame Moses and Aaron for leaving this assembly and falling to their knees in despair. In fact, this will have me up in the middle of the night this past Tuesday, 2.30 a.m., wide awake. I was thinking about all of the needs I want to meet right now, and I can't. And all of the questions that I want to answer right now, and I I can't. It's not a mistake that this scripture, this story is what came to my mind in those early hours of the morning. And I pulled my, my phone off of my nightstand and pulled up the Bible app, and I found this story to read. And, and when I read it, I was struck by two things. The first is this natural quarreling within ourselves and within the community when there's something we need that we're not getting. The second is how God provides water, water from a rock. I don't know about you, but I tend to focus on what's wrong instead of seeing the miracles taking place around me. And I noticed this recently as I watched my two-year-old son, Lincoln, imaginary play. He's really into imaginary play right now. And in our backyard, he takes these rocks and he transforms them into cookies. Sometimes they become something to drink, sometimes a hamburger. He's always cooking up something to share, and I find myself watching him in awe, watching his imagination at work. Where I see rocks that probably need to be sorted and taken out to the curb, he sees a stacked kitchen, whatever his mind desires to create. When did I quit seeing miracles? They are happening. At Downtown Church, they are happening. Downtown Church is a story full, full of water from rock moments. Back in 2014, when we began looking for a building, we checked out several buildings, a few on Main Street, a fire station, an abandoned building over by 701, the the chapel here at Bull Street, and we, we didn't just go to the buildings to check them out. We did significant work with each one, looking into each option as how it would uh, work for our community, for our needs. 
Some of them, we drew up plans, we engaged different community partners, and then all of them, all of them fell through. And then one day, we met Hughes Development, and we began to foster a relationship with them, and we were gifted this building, gifted central energy, water from a rock. Then I remember we were working on the design, the renovation for central energy. We had to do significant work to transform what it was, the energy plant, central energy facility, into what it is now. And uh, we received a design from an architecture firm out of New Orleans. And they had pitched this really cool idea of a dual stage, an indoor-outdoor stage. And so when we began our work with the architects we worked with here, Garvin Architects, we decided to keep it, that element of the design, no joke, because we thought it was cool. That's it. We thought it was cool. We, I mean, we thought it would be nice to have a back porch and, and some green space in the future, but we had no clue, no clue that this would become for us now in 2020 water from a rock, a place for us to worship together, water from a rock. Then I think about this time last year. This time last year, we were searching for an associate pastor, and we had done all the work, hundreds and hundreds of paperwork. The committee was fervently searching the nation. I don't know how many sermons they listened to. And they had narrowed it in on a few candidates, and they had a start date projected for February 2020. And then came this email from a seminary student named Lucas, and something or someone or our God told the committee to slow down, to interview him. And when they did, there was clarity, significant clarity across the nominating committee that Lucas is what we need. Lucas is going to bring the energy that we need. Lucas has the passion for tiny theologians and for youth. He's got the passion for community service and leading adults through the wilderness, spiritual journeys. And so even as the pandemic picked up speed over the summer and budgets were cut at the church, we brought him anyway. We trusted in God's timing, even if it didn't make sense on a budget spreadsheet. We trusted because we are a story, Downtown Church, of water from rock moments. We trust that water comes from a rock. Think about how you came to downtown church. You didn't see us on a billboard. You didn't get a marketed card in the mail. So what part of the story compelled you to join the crew? Who brought you? What drew you in? For me, it was the music. The Sunday I visited downtown church, for the first time, Mario and Zan were singing Adele's song, To Make You Feel My Love. And it moved me. And then 
Then it was watching the staff and the elders take risks, big risks, trusting that God has our backs. And I knew, I knew that this is where I want to be, where I want to serve. It was hearing people say that they trust downtown church is a dream worth building. I hear people saying it today. Thank you for trusting me as your leader. I'm trusting God. Amen. What do I get when I find out I have nothing? Who am I without my name? How do I stop this emptiness from growing? The dumb instructions coming from my brain. I go to my heart on my knees, begging, take me, darling, please. I will follow you. I promise I have changed. Don. Hey, Lucas. Thank you for a great sermon and a very relevant sermon. And seems like you were um, really just telling the story of your experience here at Downtown Church. Tell us how you landed on this interpretation from Numbers. 
Hmm. Well, part of it happened to me Tuesday morning. Just, uh, you know, sometimes you you are living a piece of the text. I really felt like I was living the quarreling and not because people in our community are banging down my door, or your door and saying, hey, we're, you know, not happy about this or whatever. That's not happening. It's within myself, just acknowledging that um, there are some people for whom this time is really hard and whether it be mental health or spiritual health and um, missing parts of worship uh, that are so integral into who we are, the holy interruption, the coffee, you know, the um, the getting to sing along with the band and 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 feel the Holy Spirit in those ways that we are are so used to. So I just I was living that quarreling piece and my in order to go back to sleep, I needed to find a different place to rest. So it, it just was kind of, I think the Holy Spirit working through me. And then uh, the next day realizing, you know, this might be a relevant word for our community too um, in this time when we're, we're not, you know, able to do all the things that we want to do or meeting all the needs that we have um, to remember that um, we have a story and we came from somewhere. And um, just thinking about the building too of how much work went into finding this place and and how much God did for us that we just couldn't even imagine. Uh, I just felt like it was time to remember our story. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of the wilderness and I think it's so fitting for COVID. And just like the, I mean, you didn't address it much in the sermon, but it's still like, it hit me, I think like so just throughout it that the opening scripture is that they were in the wilderness and Miriam died. Mm, yeah. This idea that this like leader, this um, founder, this bedrock, um, but that God's ministry still goes on mm-hmm. um, and that God's ministry is so much bigger than one person, even like one community. It still keeps going in the wilderness in this place where they're having to figure out um, what's new and how to work with one another. That's right. There's mm-hmm. this one line you say, when did I quit seeing miracles? Oh, you missed the teeth smack. You got to smack your teeth smack for that line. Oh, uh, yeah. That's just like, <laughs> that's so real. Like, when did I quit seeing miracles? I think like children are so great at acknowledging miracles and believing that things can change. But adults, we get jaded. Oh, yeah. We get jaded from the world. and um, But miracles are occurring all around us. They are. I like to think of like the miracles of just, I watch um, Planet Earth. You ever seen Planet Earth? Oh, and, yeah. Like, some of the things that are going on with these animals, I'm like, well, that's miraculous right It there. is. Like how it that is. plant works um, in cooperation with this bug that works in cooperation mm-hmm. with the rhinoceros. It's just like, it's so And the cool. beauty of it, the oh, yeah. beauty of all of it. Mm-hmm. The intricacy and the, mirac- the miracles that are going on all around us, only if we choose to look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a, um, a bigger design at play and we get a part to design and create, that's kind of a cool cool thing that God gives us with, but it's so much bigger, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's go to God together in prayer. God, there is water all around us. There are miracles all around us. Help us to see them. Remove the scales from our eyes and point our eyes towards you. Empower us to participate alongside your miraculous work. God, for those who hurt, we pray for healing. God, for those who are lonely, we pray for comfort. For those who are sick, we pray for recovery. 
for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, we pray that they be satisfied. God, for those who seek peace, we pray that your peace be with them and be with us all. And God, hear us now as we pray together the prayer that your Son, Jesus the Christ, taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Beloved community, what do you believe? Reading from the Apostles' Creed, we say together, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from whence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Cause the feelings find to betray 
Where our water isn't hidden We can burn and be forgiven Where our hands hurt from healing We can laugh without a reason Cause the sun isn't only sinking fast Every moon in our bodies makes shining glass Where the time of our lives is all we have And we get the chance to say Before we ease away For all the love you've left behind You can have mine for the benediction. Beloved, water can come from a rock. Water has come from a rock. Trust and believe. And as you go from this place, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of that Holy Spirit may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give. Or if you want to give an insecure gift, you can drop it off in a sketchy box or uh, an envelope to our address 2030 Greg Street between the hours of 9 and 5. Special thanks to our technical team and artists of all forms. Musical composition and vocals brought to you by Admiral Radio. Audio mastery by Drew Parker. Leaning on the Everlasting Arms by Anthony Showalter. Call It Dreaming by Iron and Wine. And I Go To My Heart by the Avid Brothers. Scripture is quoted from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. And theological musings and prayer brought to you by Lucas Jones and Don Hyde. Do no 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 no